Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Red Footprints, your health and preparedness podcast. Here, we look at the six dimensions of health and how it relates to us men becoming the best versions of ourselves. Now, I'm your host, The Wandering Avad. And before we even start getting into this week's topic, it's the first of the year. It's actually probably the first actual podcast, so I'm going to make this short. Truth of the matter is, I believe I got to start this podcast with giving a word of praise. I got to give it all to my king. And I'm going to recite something that's coming from Psalm 113, where the psalmist writes, Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed is the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to it going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, his glory above the heavens, who is like our God, who dwells on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and the earth. He raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy out of the ash heap, that he may seat them with princes with the princes of his people. He grants the barren women a home like a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord, Baruch Hashem. I tell you this, my friends. There is nothing we do in this world that could not be done without God letting it happen. And that is just a conviction I stand by. Some of us may not understand how awesome it is to be able to serve the king. My friends, so as we enter into this new year, today is January the 4th. We just left 2020. And I don't know about you, but for most of us, 2020 was not the best of years. But I want to say I give God praise for 2020. I give God praise and adoration for waking me up, for carrying me through the year, for carrying my family through. I praise God for my hardships. I praise God for my victories. I praise God for my struggles and my tribulations as I praise him for those joyful moments that let me always see why it is worth holding on to him. I just give praise. So for this very first podcast, we begin with one thing. Friends, give praise where it is due. Baruch Hashem, thank you, Yeshua, for all you've done. And we pray these words and give you praise, hallelujah, in no other name than the mighty name of Yeshua, our Savior, we pray. Amen. Friends, I want to thank you guys for joining for this little introduction of praise to Red Footprints. Look forward to seeing you guys joining us on other days. Be sure to check out our daily devotions. And of course, we have topics of the week. Sometimes they might stretch. And this week, being that it's the first of the year, I thought we'll talk about planning and preparation.
All right, my friends. It's nice having you with us. You take care. Be safe. God bless. Red Footprints out. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Red Footprints, your health and preparedness podcast. Here, we look at the six dimensions of health and how it relates to us men becoming the best versions of ourselves. Now, I'm your host, The Wandering Avad, and this week, we will be looking at planning. But before we started looking at planning, I thought I should lay down some thoughts. For example, why? Why have I chosen to build a podcast? And the truth of the matter is, I think we need help. It breaks my heart when I look around and see what us men are becoming. We are losing our masculinity. We are losing our purpose. We are losing our drives. We are losing our identities. We are becoming what something else wants us to be. And so I thought, what a better way to connect with my brothers than us to start looking into the things that we seem to have the most troubles in. I kind of reflect back on my own life. There are certain things that I learned a lot later in life that I should have learned while I was becoming a man. And there are certain rites of passages or things that we are not doing as men with our children or with uh, young people we're mentoring or even, sadly, the older young people. And who do I call the older young people? That's going to be those uh, grown men who are still acting like little children. Now, I learned something, not to go off on a tangent, about the little children. We all got a little child in us, each and every one of us. And as we were a child, we're going to do childish things. But then when we come older, we put away those childish things. Those are the words of the Apostle Paul. Reflecting that back on us, if we did not deal with certain issues or challenges or learn certain techniques and tools for the future while we were children, stuff like how to effectively share emotions, how to communicate properly, how to save, how to apply your money for a better future, how to prepare your hearts and minds to be better people and not so selfish, how to think of the other, how to stay on the path of being the priest of your home. These and so many more things, even childhood traumas, which is a big thing, things we experience or encounter at, at an age that we shouldn't have had to deal with these things. But what I have found is if that child never dealt with those, never had it worked through, then when you become a grown-up, when you're an old man, you're still going to be having those childish ways. You see, we carry burdens of problems as long as we don't deal with them. So, bringing this full circle, 
the idea is to look at the six dimensions of health. What are the six dimensions of health? Well, you've got intellectual, you have spiritual, you have physical, you have emotional, you have social, and the last one, which is a later invention, is financial. Before, it used to be five. Then it became six. You know, funny enough, before we even made it to five, it was very simplified. It was your mind, body, and soul. This is uh, even part of what the Shema is. Hero Israel, Lord our God is one. Love him with all your heart, your mind, and your body. And what we've got to look at is we've got to learn how to fix those dimensions that go off balance. Because if one of them go out of kink, the rest of your life seems to fall out of place. And this is one of the things that drove me is how do we work on that wheel, our dimensions of health? And yes, I should add this in. The number from six dimensions of health has moved up to seven. Then it managed to reach eight. And I think the last place they actually finally managed to bring it is to 12. But realistically, when you break it all open, you'll find a lot of these really sit into one. And they're just nitpicking and breaking things. I guess people needed something to do. But... If you take at, for example, two of the additional ones, one was financial and one's occupational. Well, those kind of work hand in hand in a sense. I could see how you dichotomize them, but they don't need to be dichotomized. They actually move hand in hand, especially when you couple them with the other spokes of the dimensions. But bringing this all back to the main thought, I think it's about time we start doing inventory. And we men start undoing and unlearning things media and the rest of the world wanted us to learn and actually take upon the purpose that has been given to us from the beginning. And let us learn how to be real men, not society's version of a man, but real men, men that contribute to your society, to your culture, to your family, to yourself, men who reflect the character and love of God. In addition to this, I'm hoping that we can learn other practical skills that can help us accomplish our goals. For instance, we will be spending quite a bit of time on looking at preparedness, learning how to be self-reliant. And we might even talk about very simple things such as how to germinate a seed and plant it and grow a plant in the winter inside of your house that you can even bear fruit on and eat. Stuff like how to treat your water, where to put your money to save, where to put your money to use it effectively. We're going to talk about addictions. We're going to talk about bad habits, habitual addictions. We're, we're going to be all over. But this all over is rounded enough to help us men become what we were supposed to be from the beginning. So this is what Red Footprints is about. And we're going to talk about where even the name Red Footprints came from. But that will be in another episode. 
For today, it's just a little rant. A little explanation. I shouldn't even call it a rant. But why we came up with Red Footprints Podcast. So, we're still in the beginning of the year. This is the second approach or my second uh, posting. Be sure to stay tuned because as this snowball starts rolling, we're going to get bigger and bigger and we're going to do great things. And most of all, I promise you, each and every one of us will become a closer one step by one step into being the best versions of ourselves that we were meant to be. So, my friends, thank you for joining us. And feel free to email us at our redfootprints at g excuse me at gmail.com and follow us on anchor some of these will be posted on youtube however this works i'm just starting i thank you for joining us on the journey and let's keep walking as we tread through life and make big changes all right guys i'm your host the wandering avad And take care. God bless. Stay safe. And we'll see you another day. (laughs) Bling. That sounds about right. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good day. Wherever you are. Welcome to another Red Footprints. I'm your host, the Wandering Avad. And this is your health and preparedness podcast. Here we focus on men's health. We focus on the six dimensions of health. How it relates to us being the best versions of ourselves possible. So... It's January the 13th, and <coughs> as you can tell, these are very rawly done. I haven't uh, had the ability to take time to learn all this stuff, but I said to myself, if I really believe in this thing that I'm trying to do, should I sit down and wait until I have all the plans perfect? Or while I work on perfecting the plans and perfecting my goals, my vision, why not just start right at it? Why not just get into it? So I've recorded some of these things on my phone. I've also recorded them through this studio I'm building. So before we go any further, you know, I'm a believer. So I'm going to start with a little word of prayer. Dear God, please let this message bless someone. In your name, amen. So, my friends, I thought as throughout this month, we've been focusing on a plan, preparing a plan, getting the rest of our future intact. There are many things here and there that I've been talking about, such as in how to make a list of what you need, um, how to execute a plan, uh, 
we're going to be talking about the four quadrants of executing your plan. We're even going to talk about list priorities, but what I want to talk about today is belief in your plan. You know, I was in a conversation with somebody and I was expressing a thought I heard from I believe it was David Goggin. I think uh, this is mingled with a thought I heard from also Joe Rogan as well as <coughs> stuff that I've learned straight up from scripture which was the idea of Anytime we have an idea, anytime we have a plan, anytime we have something we want to do, we've got to do it with all of our being. As scripture says, anything you pray for, anything you ask for shall be given to you, but do not come to it with an unbalanced or a wavering heart. Because the double-sided person is like a man tossed about to and fro like a boat on the sea. So, where I'm going with this is, I believe one of the reasons why a lot of us don't fully execute things we are trying to do is because we don't believe in ourselves. We don't fully believe in the plan. We don't fully believe in the thought, the concept, the idea. Matter of fact, that is all we believe in. We believe in the idea of what this could be like. For example, somebody's trying to learn to change their nutrition and they say, you know what, this year I'm going to start eating cleaner. But then they find their habits getting in the way. For example, a habit might be every time I go and watch my favorite uh, series on Netflix or wherever it may be, I always make sure I've got a bag of chips at my side. Now, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with a bag of chips. I'll let the people who are really versed in science and nutrition to tell you if it is totally unhealthy. I'm a believer in moderation. But everything has its own level of moderation, but I digress. Um, where I'm going with this is when you sit down, if you really believe that you want to change your eating habits, you want to change your health and nutrition plan, your dietary plan, then when you sit down at that TV and you think to yourself, you know what, I want a snack. You have to believe in the end result and that the end result is really worth it to convince yourself that it is worth it to take something else other than the bag of chips. But the thing is, a lot of the times we don't fully believe, we're not fully convinced that we have to give up or make this change. Now, here's the thing about change. Sometimes we don't realize to get control, you kind of got to step back, have a little abstinence, and then you can come back to it. So 
as I said before, I'm not saying the bag of chips is wrong, but for the what you're trying to do at this moment, you going in and grabbing a bag of chips and saying, okay, tomorrow I'll get some cucumbers and some carrots, but today it's a bag of Lay's chips. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it shows how much you believe that the change has to be serious. Every time we compromise and justify our compromise, whether it's I had a really rough day and I need to resort back to comfort, whether it's somebody really frustrated me so I feel I just got to be negative, whether it's it's gotten just a little too cold outside. I'm not going to go for my walk for 30 minutes. Whether it's, you know what? I woke up late, so I'm not going to make my bed before I get out of it. All of these kind of things, we justify them. And it's because we don't truly believe in ourselves and in it to make that much of a difference. In a sense, it's almost like we're looking for the changes to happen way too quickly, not realizing it's a progressive walk to actually execute any of our goals. It's a day by day walking in it. And as you walk into your goal, just like day by day, you change using the chips to cucumbers or another vegetable. Is the more you begin to uproot the old habit you're trying to change. And you begin to replace it with something more positive. This is what our commitment's all about. Many of us got to believe in our goals. And really believe that it is worth it. Really believe that drinking eight cups of water a day will actually produce a better you. If you really don't believe it, you'll always find a way to justify, oh, you know what, instead of an extra cup of water, I, I feel like I'll go for my juice right now. You've got to believe in the end goal, and you've got to believe that you have to suffer those little things that will change over time. It's like exercise. First couple of times you're out there, and you're like, this is horrible. This feels like crud. But it's only after the fact, when the endorphins begin to pick up, you realize, oh, my goodness, if I actually did this, I actually feel good. But it's always those beginning things, those inner voices saying, this is making me uncomfortable. So let's stick with the norm. The justifications, those things will destroy your own faith in it, as well as those are the things that have destroyed your own faith in yourself. But my friends, as I'm wrapping this thought up, the truth of the matter is, you are worth it. And majority of our goals are really worth believing in. But no one can believe in it for you. They can remind you that you're not doing something that contributes to your goal. But it takes you to step in and say, 
I really believe in this and I'm going to go get it. So where my little thought is just going is I'm praying that our eyes can begin to see the truth and the victory that will come in us committing to what we are trying to believe in. If you want to be a track star, you got to believe in running every day. If you want to learn a new language, you got to believe in I can actually know this if I practice it every day. You want to get your nutrition under control, you got to believe in eating cleaner every day. You want to stop an addiction. You want to let go a really bad habit. You got to believe, first and foremost, you can be free of it. And that that is not your identity. And despite that, you got to believe in there is something also good enough to replace that bad habit. I believe. And some of these... This this first January when I started releasing some of these podcasts are very raw and very just not there. But I'm realizing whether it's five minutes, ten minutes or I get a good time to sit out here for half an hour, an hour, whether I finally get somebody to sit down and interview and talk with. Doesn't matter what it is, whether I'm telling you the gospel or sharing the, a devotion or we're going to talk about forms of one of our six dimensions of health. Every day I got to put something into it and every other day it's going to get easier. So belief. With belief, you change your emotional, your social, your intellectual. You change your physical. But you got to believe God believes in you. You got to believe in yourself too. You know, I could keep going on because my mind's going 100 miles an hour, but I got to wrap this up and get on out there. Get on the hustle. But friends, today, really sit down and consider how much do I believe in myself? In addition take an inventory and everywhere where you failed which is not a bad thing because we fail our ways to success but everywhere you failed look in to see if somewhere along the way you failed because of disbelief and if so slowly work through it so, my friends, this wraps up another episode of Red Footprints. And we're going to close with a word of prayer. Great and heavenly God, you are the most awesome and amazing person out there. Lord, we just ask of you to bless our souls, bless our minds, and bless our bodies. And help us to learn to believe in bettering ourselves and not learning to accept the instant gratification 
or the vices that help sedate us or whatever it may be that help us just get through. But let us learn to believe that if we work hard enough, we can achieve the goals we set out to. And Lord, we believe that you've heard these words, so we thank you for the victory you've set before us. Pray these words in no other name than the mighty name of Yeshua our Savior. Amen. Baruch Hashem. My friends, thank you for joining us at Red Footprints Podcast. And I'm your host, The Wandering Avad. And this podcast is brought to you on behalf of the Adama Project. So until next time, God bless. Stay strong, keep the faith, and keep safe. Take care. Thank you.